0: Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, it's your girl V Hennyman, you already know the vibes, welcome to the artistry where we talk shit about music, entertainment, and the everyday struggles, and we have your girl, artist, model, actress, just an entrepreneur in itself, Aurea, in the building,
1: with me, how you feeling? I feel so good, thank you so much for having me. Thank
0: you for just being here, happy new year. Happy new year to you too. You know, um... I want to do a toast because I definitely want to say congratulations on all your success.
1: Thank you so much. You know, so toast, toast to you to the Cheers. good
0: life, and you already know the vibes. Yes.
1: Ah. <laughs> mm. Mm.
0: You can never go wrong, bro. I'm telling you.
1: This is so good.
0: It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, congratulations on everything, bro. Like, I was literally like reading up on you. Girl. You've accomplished a lot. Yeah. And your story is, that's what's like really inspiring. Your story, your come up, um, the fact that you continue pushing through the pain. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I love stories like that because it shows you that if you can do it, others can as well. Yes. You know, so big applause to that. Um, I love the fact that you're Latina. From the Bronx.
1: Yes, sir. I am from the Bronx
0: as well. Hey, really? Yes. Where? What part? I um one well, I moved around a lot, but um one eighty eight in Valentine.
1: Oh my god, I grew up on Fordham Road. Did you? I kid you not, literally born and raised. Where are you from? Fordham <laughs> I mean like the whole like like, like where in Fordham? Grand and Grand and Fordham Ooh, okay. like 184 and like Fordham Road on Grand
0: yes. yeah yeah mom really. and dad
1: still live there
0: <laughs> wow yeah. yeah I went to Roosevelt I went to MS45 oh, that's no. by White Castle oh
1: I wanted to go to MS45 did you but my mom stuck me in 399 which was previously 115 okay okay it's all good. It's, it's all, good. all good. You know, I met beautiful people who are still in my life to this day from that school. So, mm. you know, everything, I feel like everything is just the way it happens. It's supposed to happen. Like Yeah. Blessings nonetheless.
0: That's dope. Look at that. Dang, we were like neighbors. I know. That's, that's insane. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I just recently moved to Jersey. So okay. Bronx all my life, you know. Um, you know, what I love about the Bronx is the culture, like the fact that, you know, um, we have that whole, you know, because of hip hop being, you know, like stamped in the Bronx, you know, like it, it, for me, it gives us no other choice but to dive in the arts in mm-hmm. a sense. I don't know if that makes sense or not.
1: No, it absolutely makes sense. It's a part of who we are. You yeah. You know, it's all around us in the music, in the fashion, in the way we speak, um, and just like the way we carry ourselves. Like it, it is hip hop derived. Yeah. So, um, I love that about our culture. That's what's up. That's it's definitely an inspiration. You know, I see Biggie Smalls and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I, 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 all I'm missing is um, the big pun. Big yes, pun.
1: big pun was yes. major. Yes, B- yeah, yeah,
0: def- yeah. I'm slacking on that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill me, but not. You know, um, I wanted to ask you, like, as a child, you know, come from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Again, reading your story, should I say, and um, you know, the fact that you dealt with a lot of challenges.
1: Mm. Yes. How were you
0: able to like mm-hmm. really overcome certain challenges and still become a, like still be a kid?
1: Um, so I don't ever really think that I was a kid. Okay. Um, in elementary school, I had teachers call me the adult child because I was very mature for my age. I um, I grew up in the foster care system, okay. and my parents who adopted me from the system they were they're in their 70s right now you know so and all of my adoptive siblings were at least 10 years older than me Mm. so i never got to experience what childhood was really like because all i really did was go to school and come home and i was very very sheltered okay um so i i was angry a lot truthfully and I didn't know how to express that until I, I was in middle school. And okay. I met a teacher who is still in my life to this day. He's like a father for me. Um, and he introduced me to poetry. Mm. And once I started writing poetry, everything was just kind of like, that's it for me. Okay. Right. So, I mean, a lot of my poetry was very angry. But, I mean, I had to get it out somehow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, because I, did, I didn't I did really grow up feeling safe or okay. feeling like I can talk to my family without being judged or, um, you know, without feeling like I was wrong in how I felt. So I was very quiet and I was very angry. Um, and then, I mean, and then I grew up, Okay, you know,
0: like I know you, so then middle school you would say poetry. I know mm-hmm. at eight, around eight years old, you started acting.
1: I started, I was introduced to acting. Okay, introduced so to, okay. yeah, when I was in elementary school, um, I was always at the top of my class, uh-huh. so there were advantages to being in the top class of every grade. like I had this drama uh, coach come in and she worked with our class and mm-hmm. she introduced us to a film, like the entire process of filmmaking from screenwriting, photography, storyboards, okay. auditioning, and like I auditioned for the movie that we wrote, and I auditioned for a supporting role, and I got the lead okay and then we Filmed it and we showed it at like Lehman's College, like Lehman College's okay. stage, yes. theater. And there were so many people in the audience, and it was the first time I ever saw myself on screen. And I fell in love with the entire process. And I knew from the very, like, that moment, like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. Stop. And then I kid you not, weeks later, Jennifer Lopez was outside my school filming Made in Manhattan. Okay. And I was just like, that is my idol, okay? <laughs> I love me some J-Lo. She's just like the go-getter, Puerto Rican from the Bronx, like mm-hmm. limitless. You can do anything you want to do, you know? That's right. So, yeah.
0: That's dope. So, no, all right. So then did you
1: continue,
0: like, I mean, acting? So
1: after, I did not continue until high school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In high school, I worked with some more drama coaches and stuff like that, Um did little things on stage uh, I wasn't allowed again grew up in a strict home so I wasn't allowed to participate in a lot of activities Um, sadly unfortunately which is why I was so eager to get away for school okay because I needed to branch out I tried having that conversation with my mom about balance and I think that she was just so um scared okay you know at the time I looked at it as you're controlling me and you're not letting me do anything and and I know that she was just really trying to protect me because all her other kids were just like either high school dropouts or got pregnant early, and that just wasn't the case for me. okay. Um, and so I went away for college and then I, I majored in theater arts. I started filming again, um started modeling after that. Mm. and like just that's where I started to that's just, yeah, yes. yeah.
0: So when can you say from poetry to like songwriting, when did that really?
1: Oh my God. Um, okay, Stark. so truthfully, it's so weird because whew, I didn't think, I i never wanted to be a singer. Oh, I always really? loved to sing. Okay. I never thought that my voice was good enough to sing. And I never really wrote, all, I never wrote full on songs. Just many okay. poems here and there. Sometimes I, I wrote a lot in prose. So Um, I feel like with music, a lot of times it has to rhyme, you know, there has to be something that like really gets you like, oh, this is catchy, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the times that's rhyme, that's rhythm. And, um, it wasn't until like, honestly, last year where I started to write music and it was because I had a friend, you know, the guy who produced Mejor, um, Mm -hmm. my first single, he was just like, I want you to like, you know, I want you to get on this track. And I'm like, bro, I don't sing. (laughs) And he's like, yes, you do. And what's crazy is that I was in a musical right before that. Okay. And I was singing, but I was singing someone else's music, of course. I was singing Mm. Nino Simone. I was acting. I was dancing live. It was the first time I sang live in 10 years because I did singing in high school. Okay. Um, But when it came down to songwriting, I really just think that if I'm surrounded by the right energy Uh and I'm influenced by it, I can write anything, Mm, right? It wasn't like, I want to be a songwriter. No. Yeah. It wasn't that at all. I, and a lot of people are like, well, what is it that you do? And I'm like, I do anything and everything. Mm. You know, I believe in storytelling. Okay. And I don't think that there is limits to storytelling. And I love art. I just love creating. And so I can tell stories with music, with film, with photography, you know, and just on and on and on. And as long as there's a connection there, as long as there's relatability, and as long as there's passion behind it, then you can really do anything.
0: No, that's absolutely right. I'm very, I'm a big believer, and um, I say there's a lot that passion is power. Period. You know, and... and as long as you apply your, your passion to this, anything is possible, you know. You, it, it, it's just the fire in you, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's dope that it doesn't matter whether it was last year or 10 years ago, et cetera. You're, you found you, you, you know, you have your passion and you're going, you know, forward. Yeah. And that's dope. Um, Dan, That's dope. Congratulations Thank on that. Thank you. <laughs> At what point since, you know, so basically in a nutshell, last year you started taking it full on seriously. Mm-hmm. At for one, music. For music. Yes. At one point within your music career, you started realizing, like, oh, shit, this is real.
1: Um, when I started to, I guess, manage it, okay. you know, I don't have a manager, um, but as an artist, yes, I have to focus on the creativity, but as an entrepreneur... I have to make sure that I'm managing my business appropriately. So, in researching and learning more about how music is put out there and mm-hmm. and really like, you know, uploading on DistroKid mm-hmm. and and the single and promoting it and and speaking to all these different people, that's when it was real for me. Okay. And then when I did the music video.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, which my you produced and directed.
1: I uh, did the produce, video. yes, the video yeah. yes. and and I I had my co producer and my co-creative director uh tariq um whom i literally cannot live without uh styled by tariq forever styled by tariq um but um i think that working with creative geniuses who have like no limits when it comes to imagination and inspiration Mm -hmm. um he and i work well together it's like This is the storyboard. This is the treatment. And I have experience writing treatments for music videos. I've worked with other artists before behind the scenes. Um, So, you know, just delivering that to him and being able to kind of like work together and put together imagery that resonates with what I'm trying to go for and what I'm trying to represent is definitely cool. Um, And that's what made it very real for me. Is like we're going to take a trip. We're going to go to L.A., We're going to film and and we're going to produce and we're just going to get it done. No matter if COVID is killing people or not, but we're just going to get it done because art is something that people need. Mm -hmm. Like you cannot live without it. It's true. And it's crazy because I would promote my stuff on social media and I would get trolls commenting like, go get a real job. I'm tired of these artists trying to feed off of us. And it's like, bitch, can I say that? Bitch.
0: No, you can't fucking
1: curse. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't pre-warned. But, like, I'm not trying to feed off of anybody. What are you talking about? I got my own money, and you can't survive a day without art. Try going without television and music, and let's see how you feel.
0: I mean, and and I always tell people this, like, yo, that's good that you have that mindset, because at the end of the day, people will always criticize, especially when you're that Mm two-percenter, which, you know, you're that... You're that two percenter. You're that person to to step out the box. So people like us who are entrepreneurs who um, who just go for the for our dreams, you know, like, and the fact that you have that tough skin. Now, can you say that was always in you or you had to learn that a difficult way? Like, you know, like, was that a lesson learned for you? Because I feel like not a lot of artists, um, once they come into this artistry, Mm-hmm. They don't know how to take constructive criticism right away. It's yeah. something that is like
1: I um I think that growing up in the Bronx in okay. a Latina home that was very, very reserved, I built tough skin. Okay. But I will definitely say in my training for acting, that's when I developed tougher skin. Okay. That's when I was able to take constructive criticism. I was able to take you know, some words and realize this is how I can apply and I can grow and I can adapt and I can change. Um, and then also um, learning to just kind of accept no's okay. like, okay, no is a no. No is a glass half empty. And I'm not going to focus on that because there's so many yeses available out there. Mm-hmm. I'm a glass half full kind of girl. I love to think and, and believe and, and just invite positive energy. So I think constructive criticism is great. Um, but when it comes to tough skin, like, yeah, I'm just made that way. Okay. Okay. Like if I don't let anything phase me unless it's really, really important to me. Okay. And I think like someone told me, I had an acting teacher tell me the artist in us is two years old and our ego is 16. Mm. And a lot of times when we respond, especially impulsively, Mm -hmm. that's our artist or our ego talking for us, you know? yeah yeah. (laughs) so I mean there's definitely been a journey in which over the last few years I've been learning a lot more to just kind of hone in on who I am and separate ego from myself Um, but I mean tough skin is great Yeah, I feel like a lot of times too it's intimidating to people they can see it they can feel it
0: it's a gift and a curse in a sense you know especially in the industry in itself entertainment Mm -hmm. you know um, as a woman involved in a, let's keep it 100, it's a, it's dominated by men. Yes. And it's, there's constant judgment, mm-hmm. you know. So, again, it, it is a gift and a curse. As a woman, you have to have that intimidation in a sense only because people need to respect you. Yes. What I do appreciate with you is that, like, you mentioned um, that you appreciate, like, Your sexuality you you know you know like you find the beauty in it yes what I want to know is that how like having that beauty you know that that beauty in the chaos in a sense I always tell people like there's there's always beauty in chaos so with having you know embracing your sexuality embracing yourself and putting it out there dealing with men how do you go about gaining that like staying standing strong with and earning that respect because I know I'm very much involved in this industry, you're not yes. seeing a lot. Yeah, and sometimes it can take a toll.
1: It it can, and I've experienced it recently. Okay. Um, in the music sphere. Okay. Yes. When it comes to modeling, because modeling was something I started doing when I was like 19. Okay. And that's how I found my, you know, my sexual power. That's how I found mm-hmm. comfort in exhibitionism and just flaunting and and just you know being unafraid and just being bold and being raw and being myself and you know not caring what other people think but when it came to music i found that there are a lot of people out there who are looking to take advantage of women and especially upcoming artists and um, you know, I had a conversation with a music producer a few months ago about how it's very difficult to build relationships as a new artist but as a female artist in this industry because mm. a lot of times producers are just playing games like you know like yeah. they 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 wanna kind of like tell you that they're gonna make shit happen for you, and then they wanna like, oh, let's schedule like studio session and then turns out it's not a studio session, and it's mm. like. Oh, something happened with the studio and you know, but I'm staying at this hotel. It's like, that's not what we're doing. Mm. That's not what we doing. So that's an automatic cutoff for me. Okay. I have no problem cutting people off. Okay. Because I know that there's a billion other people who are ready like ready and willing to work. Okay. And to put aside their personal feelings, right? Um, I did work with a producer and I developed a really beautiful relationship with him only to find out that he was kind of like working with me because he liked me so much. And even though it was very clear, I made it very clear, like, mm-hmm. bro, I like you like my homie. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you my you my dog. Like, But it was like he had, he was still like, no, I'm gonna still keep trying. I'm still keep mm, trying. Okay. And then to the point where it was like, I got uncomfortable and I'm like, you know, I just I need you to know that you and I will never be a thing because that doesn't seem now I have to be now I have to be mean about it. Okay. Right? So I have no problem being mean. I'm a, I'm outspoken. I have a lot to say. I'm very opinionated. Um so if I have to shut people down, I will. Okay. Just like that.
0: I mean, that's a good I'm, I'm glad that, you know, <laughs> because again, I I I've seen a lot of Listen, I'm not here to judge anybody, but you know, it happens. There's a lot of things that I've seen. And you know, as me as a as a woman in the industry, everybody knows I'm gay. Mm-hmm. But yet you still have men still trying to like Yes,
1: I'll turn you out and all of this, right?
0: Crazy because it's like you have to be strong with your decisions. You know, you have to have that firm attitude and, and show them like I tell people I'm like, if you don't respect me, mm. you can't work with me. Period. You understand? That's just Plain blank period. That's how I am. You know, if if you're going to violate, then I I suggest that you should go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I know with women, they get intimidated with that, and it, I I hate I I hate seeing a woman with with talent getting discouraged.
1: Yes, it uh, is discouraging. It, kill, it, it
0: is, and it kills me. It bothers me, and I love when I see women going for it and they're doing it, and I'm like, yes, like you know, go for it, like. Put your foot down, you know, and, and, you know, continue striving because people will try to take advantage of it, yeah, you know. I know with you as an entrepreneur, you know, just an overall successful person, when did it hit you that you had to, like, sometimes let – because sometimes you have to let go of the p- certain people when mm-hmm. they're not growing with you.
1: Ooh, yeah. So
0: at what point in your career okay, did you come to, like – having to, like, face a decision where you had to let go of certain people because they weren't at the same wavelength as you.
1: Yes. Um, I feel like I did that through several stages of life. Okay. Right? Um, when it came down to, like, me going away for college and me deciding to move out my parents' house. Okay. I made the conscious decision to let go of that side of my family because I knew that they were unhealthy and toxic for me. Okay. Right? So, I guess I kind of started to have that practice in letting go of relationships that did not serve me. Okay. Um, in the industry, I mean, it was so simple. Okay. It was very simple. It was like, I see you, I'm very observant, and I'm also an empath. So, I feel energy from like miles away at times. And I, I intentions can be very clear without mm. words being okay. spoken. Yeah. And I have no problem just shutting that off protecting my space um and and yeah it's not it's not an issue has it
0: affected you like
1: uh... personally okay never professionally okay um it's disappointing when you come across someone that you're like super like admiring them and their work and you want to work with them and then you just find out like oh well they're not that great of a person right um, but there's always the, again, glass half full mentality where it's like, I know that there's so many people out there that are just like, yo, like, I like your sound, or I like your style, or I like what you stand for, or I love your story and less work, less work, less work. You know, Um, recently I joined clubhouse. And How do you like it? (laughs) Bro. It's so addicting. I can't stop talking about it. (laughs) It I can't stop talking about it. But I'm listening and learning so much from people in the industry Mm -hmm. and connecting now, right?
0: You just got to be careful because certain people are not who they say they are. Oh, I believe that.
1: And I I just came across that recently. I just came across that recently. It's definitely a
0: dope platform.
1: Yeah. 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 But I mean it's it's discouraging when people say that they will deliver and they won't because mm-hmm. they're just not they're not in the capacity to do that. They don't have the capacity to do that. Um but I don't focus on everyone else because okay. if I do then I'll never be able to get anything done for myself.
0: So what's your why
1: mm.
0: as far as just an a person of art?
1: Oh <laughs> Um, damn. I mean, why? This is who I am.
0: Okay.
1: Um, this is all I've ever envisioned. I know I have what it takes and I have I have little baby family mm. that look up to me. Okay. A niece and a nephew. Um, you know, they call me superstar. Um my niece goes around saying like My aunt is an actress and she's famous and her song is out. And 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 literally like that is just so heart filling Mm -hmm. and generational wealth and just combating stereotypes. Okay, you know, I've always refused to be just a regular girl from the Bronx that didn't make it out of it. Um, I aspire to be someone from the Bronx who made it out. But then made it out and gave back. Mm. Because I think that part is very important.
0: It is. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. You're going to make it. It's just, you know. It's I just am making a matter- it. Yeah. It's just a matter of time and patience. But yeah. But at the end of the day, you, you know.
1: Whatever is you. Yeah.
0: It's- I tell people, I'm like, yo, it- I don't believe in luck. You set your tone. You know. Yes. To where you yes. are destined to, to yes. be, you know. Knowing that you are a woman who, who's done acting. Um. Uh, modeling you're an artist also you went to school and you you know you got your degree when did you start realizing the importance of time management
1: hmm. um, uh, <laughs> i'm laughing because it wasn't that long ago <laughs> Really? it really wasn't that long ago i would get really overwhelmed With everything I was managing. Okay. And sometimes if I was focused on music, there were other things that I would do that would just kind of fall to the backside a little bit. So honestly, in in starting a new business last month with like beauty and wellness, I realized, okay, time management is literally of the essence. I have to schedule everything. Otherwise, I won't get it done. Mm. When I was in college, I was working I was in school full time working two jobs and had an internship and If you looked at my schedule, it was so colorful because it was separated by my work and my school work and my classes or whatever okay um but everything was scheduled gym showers wow. like everything was scheduled, and I functioned really well okay um at the time, I didn't have the mental capacity to deal with, like, mental illness and stuff like that. So I really suffered in that area. But now, um, because I prioritized my mental health and my spiritual well-being, mm-hmm. I am now able to succeed in being productive in my avenues of work. You know, okay. it's just really about... Um, I try not to get overwhelmed. When you start thinking about everything and you, lit, you, you let it all live up here, mm-hmm. you're going to get overwhelmed and it's never going to get anywhere. Yeah. Right? But when you start to write it down and you start to schedule it and you mind map yeah. and then... It, it becomes real. Moment by moment, mm-hmm. day by day.
0: Mm-hmm. No, you're right about that. I'm constantly telling so many people, like, write it out. I will say, I have to admit, I am a little bit unorganized. That's okay. But, um, you know... Yeah, everybody works their own way. I, I'm learning how to, you know, write certain things in the calendar now mm-hmm. um, because, yes, I, I, just like you, I, I was getting overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, and it can be very overwhelming.
1: Right. You know? Um, Especially when we want more. Yeah. Right? You want more and then it's like more is coming, more is coming. You invited that Ew. for that space to just come and be filled. And then it's like, okay, but am I able to manage it, right? I always feel like every time, like every phase in life, we're growing from something and learning something. Not only are we learning something, Mm -hmm. now we have to see, like, spirit tests us. Can she handle it? Can she handle it? All right, we're going to give her some more. Mm -hmm. Can she handle that? Can she handle that? And then if you fall, because you revert back to what you know, your comfort space, right, Mm -hmm. then you kind of mess yourself up. But, again moment by moment, yeah. step by step,
0: you know, I know you mentioned um mental health
1: mm-hmm. you know, I know
0: with twenty twenty with the pandemic it affected a lot of people. How did you get affected by the pandemic?
1: um I was really sad for people who were losing their lives okay, um in the be I was also really upset because I had a lot of film work scheduled for me, okay. So I did not know what to do when it came to money with COVID shutting everything down. Okay. Like my livelihood was working on set.
0: Mm. So
1: I went months without an income Mm -hmm. feeding off my savings, losing my mind and, 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 and and (sighs) just kind of like absorbing the news and, then i realized i can't i can't do this i can observe but i can't absorb okay right cuz now i'm not able to function as the creative i am so i had to i had to just shut the news off i had to completely you know just detach from politics and it's crazy because it's, it's such a political country but detaching from that completely gave me my peace okay with that piece it was like if it disrupts my peace, it's not worth it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was able to just hone in more on natural healing, right? Okay. Um I s I would I used to suffer from depression and anxiety. Okay. I've also been diagnosed with like bipolar depression or borderline personality disorder. Um, I used to take Paxil, which was like a two in one med for anxiety and depression. Okay, I took that for some time. And then um, months ago, I just stopped taking it. I am now like I just kind of like. Are you going like towards a holistic route? Oh, definitely. Okay. definitely. I learned so much about Earth's medicines. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm like, I don't need this, you know, And, and also waking up in 2020 realizing i don't live in the world that i thought i lived in the world that i was told that i lived in mm-hmm. right this and i don't want to get really political here but like seeing how everything is connected mm-hmm. really allowed me to go i'm good love yeah yeah you know con dios and 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 mama earth <laughs> yeah i'm yeah, good exactly. i take my teas i see moss ashwanda elderberry you know, like you go on and on and on. I read a lot now. I I'm also like really really big on self development. If okay. I can't, so I wake up every morning and I do my meditations and my affirmations. Okay. Um, I try to get like a workout in, um, whether it's lifting or yoga or something to get my body moving because I know that without exercise I can't be right up here. Okay. And it's, it's super super necessary for me to. If I'm not leaning on a pill, I have to be very diligent with my regimen yes. so that I'm good. Cause if I'm not good, I can't show up for anyone else. And okay. as an artist, it's my job to serve mm. and it's my job to show up.
0: That's true. So, um, That's right.
1: Yeah. Really, really big on mental health. I do feel like medicine is something that I'm not necessarily against. If it works for you, it works for you. I just, I just think that there are natural ways around a lot of mental illnesses and I don't believe in claiming something that doesn't serve you because the more you claim it, yep. the harder it is to exit from that that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. If you constantly say, I suffer from depression, well, you're yeah, going to be gonna depressed suffer. every day.
0: Yeah. There's a book. Um, have you ever have you heard of um,
1: Louise Hayes? I've heard of Louise Hayes, but okay, i do so She has read. a
0: book. She's an older woman. I, I, I'm not sure if she passed away or not, so don't quote me on that. But she has a book. It's um, called... Um, You can heal yourself. Mm -hmm. And basically, like she mentioned in the books, like, mind you, she was a doctor as well. But she went the holistic route. And she was very big in the 80s. Um, She cured herself from cancer. Wow. So um, that book, she indicates, like, if you put something in your mind, Mm -hmm. if you have, I don't know, just a, a particular disease, you're going to have that disease. Yep. I mean you have to do your affirmations. Mm-hmm. You have to put in the work. People think it's easy too, like, oh, let me just take CMOS, like you mentioned, and then that's it. No. no, you have to put in the work. Yes. You have to prepare your body, your mind, body and soul, you know, for you know, for all of this. Um, great book. You should look into it. But I like with what you're saying, I'm a big believer. I believe in holistic um medication mm-hmm. and coming from a very big spiritual background as well, you know. So super dope to hear you say that. Now I wanted to ask you because um I know you're vegan, plant based. I love that you put plant based because mm-hmm. I hear people are vegan, but then they're taking so they're consuming so much processed food. Processed food. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well when I first I'm started. pescatarian though. I'm not okay. vegan. I'm I'm pescatarian, but did you become vegan like recently or this has been a lifestyle of no, yours?
1: I became well, I became vegan in twenty seventeen. Okay. So literally, I've always been an all or nothing kind of girl, black or white, no gray, no Mm -hmm. in between, right? Yeah. Um, And I grew up, you know, Latinas, like rice, beans, chicken, pork chops, like all of it, right? I watched What the Hell one (laughs) night, (laughs) and I said, I am never eating any of this again. And literally, I... I starved the next day, Okay, but it pushed me because I was like, okay, now I'm here researching recipes, plant-based recipes, plant-based alternatives to what I normally eat, right? Mm. And and for quite some time, I would say for like six months, I did eat a lot of processed vegan okay. food, Gardein, frozen packaged shit, like, you know, and then it wasn't until like a year later I started learning more about the raw foods and, and just like, you know, just like all of the, the, the vitamins you can get from just sweet potatoes and just all of these other, you know, mm-hmm. plant based foods. So, um, I've definitely become a lot more like, uh, I would say diligent over mm. the last year with, with my plant based diet. Um, eggs was very hard to give up. Yeah. Cheese. Cheese at, the, cheese at first was very hard to give okay. up. Now I didn't like, now I, I, I don't eat cheese. I okay. Don't, I don't eat eggs anymore. I, um, yeah, I mean, that's sometimes so cool. I miss like oysters and
0: Okay, okay, and, that's my thing. I'm and a seafood And lobster person. tails.
1: Yes. You know, and then like I Do you
0: start Let me ask you this question. Do you start realizing you're missing this when you're going through something emotional? I'm only asking this because for me, I crave chicken when I'm going through something emotional.
1: No. No. I've never had um I've never had a direct correlation with food and emotions.
0: Okay. Okay. If anything
1: like if I'm emotional, I won't eat. Okay, I'm the opposite. Yeah, I'm an emotional eater. I used to, I used to turn to alcohol actually when I would be Mm. emotional. Um, But no, I think that I just randomly would get a craving, like I want oysters today, okay, or I want orange soda today, (laughs) like (laughs) you know, like super, super random, okay. But yeah, that's really it.
0: So, how did you go about your health and um, beauty um, business?
1: Okay, so. You know, what's crazy is that this, this company I work for, um, they get a bad rep because of like all of these videos online and stuff and a lawsuit, but then I'm like, what brand hasn't had a lawsuit, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, I came across Modern Nature, otherwise known as Monet, okay. um, a good year ago
0: okay. and
1: I was, I'm always someone who needs to observe before I get my feet wet. Okay. I'm a cancer, like I'm i'm a peek out my my little shell before i fully come out and i started seeing videos online and stuff like that like social media it was the science experiments that got me because i'm low-key a little nerd okay um and then i started seeing like comparing videos like how our stuff just wouldn't like blow up like other hairsprays or you know just the the beauty in it right um Never in a like a million years did I like think I would be selling shampoo or or mm. or a facial cleanser, but I came across this woman on te nature and she i felt like was just an angel um she came she found me on the hood healers live one day and started following me and we just started kicking it like organically genuinely she's also very multi-dimensional which I love like i I I don't have connections with surface level folk like I'm a very deep person and I can only have deep connections with people. Um, So I was developing that and she was she kept promoting these products. I'm like, what is this? I was already using a vegan shampoo, but it was drying out my hair. Mm. And so I was like, all right, boom, I want to try this. Like I was like, all right, she told me about it. I wanted to try it. Um... I had worked a uh, candle ritual, One New Moon, in November. Okay. And this was a low point in my life. I was just like, I don't know what to do anymore. Um, Cleanse me of everything that has been holding me back. Purify me. Like, I get in my own way. I've gotten complacent. I've gotten comfortable in bed. I, You know, maybe I smoke too much weed. Like, you know, like, whatever it is, cleanse me. Give me discipline. But also invite that prosperity. And I kid you not, like a week later, I was enrolled in acting classes again. I was learning so much more about my craft. And then um, the opportunity showed itself to me again. And it was divine timing. And I trusted because I am connected to source. I do my work so that I don't doubt my intuition. How many times have we've gone out when we don't want to go out? And then it's like we see signs. And then Mm -hmm. by the end of the night, you're like, shit, I should have just stayed home Mm -hmm. because you had those signs. That was your intuition telling you, bitch.
0: Calm
1: down. Yeah. Um, My intuition told me this was it. And it resonated with me because it is a Latino-owned brand. It is plant-based. It is not just vegan. It's Sleeping Bunny approved. It's it's so many different things that I believe in. So it's not just good for me and my crown and other people, but it's also serving the planet. And I'm really, really big on doing as much as we can to serve the planet that has so graciously served us for billions of years. Mm. So.
0: Well, you're just doing a lot.
1: Yeah, we're doing a lot. I mean, that's not a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing because it allows me to connect with other humans organically Mm -hmm. and learn more about them. And also, it's kind of full circle because when I graduated high school, I graduated with a license in cosmetology.
0: Oh, So, so look, bang. Yes.
1: So I learned about hair and skin and beauty and all of that. After that, I worked for Bobby Brown Cosmetics. After that, I was working in a nail salon. I've done a lot of different jobs, but... This for me was kind of full circle. Okay. And on top of that, our comp plan is is beautiful.
0: That's dope. <laughs> I mean, dope. Congratulations on that. Thank you. You know, I'm glad you are in a better space because like yes. you mentioned, you know. And um yo, more power to you with that. Um I want to definitely like dive go back into your your music video um mm-hmm. uh, because I, I I know you mentioned you were part of the the, the creative directions towards oh, so it, you know, directed as a director, should I say? Um did you? So you were part of the treatment? Everything. And everything? I like wrote how, the treatment. how Really? You wrote the whole thing yourself? Yes.
1: I wrote the treatment. Okay. I presented it to Tariq. Okay. Um, we talked about, like, clothes and stuff that would fit the aesthetic of the treatment. Okay. Um, I presented it to uh, the DP, the, the film, mm-hmm. um, you know, the camera guy, uh, Tyler. And, you know, we talked about what we wanted to do. And we were also very limited with time. Okay. Based off of our budget as well, like I was using my money out of my pocket, yeah. and um, you know, as a, as a new artist, y- you're really not working with much. You know, it isn't until you're like signed with a label or someone really vast and in, like invest in you that you've got it. But Is that
0: something you would like? You would look, like look forward to doing, like being signed. Yeah. Or well, would you? Truthfully,
1: s- I don't really care for labels um, because I love having control i'm a rising virgo yeah. i love having control over my work okay i love having the rights to my work yeah um i'm also not interested in being molded to fit a specific aesthetic mm-hmm. to succeed in this industry okay. and i've had conversations with industry professionals um and they're like unfortunately that is kind of the business like you know we invest and then you you've got this team of of people which are, are dope. Like I'm all for a team, but I want to have the rights to my own music. I want to have creative control. I don't want to be told what to do. Like yeah. I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's it's bittersweet when it comes down to labels. At I'm not hungry sense. for it. Yeah. But I am definitely hungry for uh, the right team. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay. So. <laughs> Have you started working on the right team right now? Like who? What? Yeah. So, I got my
1: loyal Tariq.
0: Yeah. You have Tariq.
1: I have Tariq. I have Janae. Uh, yes. Um, I have. Uh, oh, shout out to Janae. Yes. I love Janae. Yes. We, did you know we went to school together? No, I did not. Yeah. We were at PR majors. Look at that. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> um, I have Janae. I have a go-to photographer in New York City. Okay. Um, We've been working together since I was 21, I think. Okay. Um, that's all I have right now, and I have a really solid support team. Okay. So, like, I'm also not, I'm not limited when it comes to resources. I've spent okay. uh, a lot of years building uh, a beautiful foundation of community in different areas of my life. So, I, I struggled with asking for help. Okay. But now I'm kind of getting more used to just saying, "Hey, I need help with this. Are you able to assist me, or do you, or can you point me in the right direction?" to someone who can assist me with this. So um, definitely that. But yeah, with it, it's it's kind of hard to just trust people. Okay. Also, a lot of people, like I'm very picky with who I work with. You have to have passion. Yeah. You have to have a vision. And you have to be so hungry that you are willing to like sacrifice a few things in order to get the job done. Because that's the kind of artist I am. And if you are an artist in your craft, whatever that craft may be, I expect the same energy. I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm the same
0: way. Like, I'm, very, I'm super picky when it comes to, like, with certain people I work with. Yes. Be- I'm very big on energy. Yes. So, like, and if your energy is off, I'm yeah. like, deuces. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, I can't. Love and light. Yeah. Like, you know, but I, I get it. You know, I, I want to know with your single, um, how was your writing process with that? Like, and how long did it take oh you to God.
1: like... my <laughs> So, I started writing the song in English. Really? Yes. I have never written a Spanish song in my life. Mm. and But I grew up listening to Spanish music, of course, with my parents. But I never wrote a song in Spanish. And then so my boy, Haas, he was like, oh, we're going to hang out, Invited another producer. He had, his, he had a home studio. So we were hanging out and he was just like, all right, guys, let's create a song. What do you want? And I was like, it was summertime. Okay. So I was like, yo, we should do some Latin fire urban, like, you know like just something hot like that so like people on Dykeman can vibe and you know like my community can just rock with and so the producer started building a beat Hasiel just started like freestyling off the dome and I'm here with my phone writing lyrics writing lyrics and then I started to show it to them I started to like spit it to them And then it started turning into Spanish, and they're like, yo, you got to finish this in Spanish. Mm. Like, write the whole thing in Spanish. Okay. So I was like, what? All right. It took (laughs) me two whole sessions okay, to finish the whole song. Oh, wow. In terms of writing it.
0: Did you find it when recording it? Was it difficult? Like, can you... Speak Spanish. like I was told it's not it doesn't matter whether you speak it or not, like as long you know, I just... mean, remember Selena? <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. That's so why I'm like I, I would say that I'm about seventy five percent fluent in speaking Spanish. Okay. I used to be a lot more fluent, but obviously when you practice less mm-hmm. you get a little rusty. Um so I don't have an issue speaking it. Okay, you know, so I can converse.
0: Musically, how was that?
1: It was interesting. It was interesting. <laughs> and I have a lot of like producers and stuff tell me like you need to stay in this area and i'm still trying to figure out my sound okay i'm still trying to figure out do i want to keep making spanish music i believe that you should just make whatever music you want to make yeah right but a lot of times when you are published as an artist people kind of they want to box you i mean Mm -hmm. this whole country is built off of categories and labels yeah so um you know, it's just struggling in that area, but they, I've been advised, like, this is the market for you. Okay. You fit this market perfectly. But then at the same time, I'm like, but I love R&B, and I love SZA, and I love, okay. you know, all of these other types of music okay. that I want to still be able to create. And also, my voice is very versatile. So, like, I feel like this song was definitely, like, Performed in my speaking voice, but if I wanted to perform in a soprano, like I grew up with musicals, okay, like, okay, that like I I want to be able to range. I want to be able to.
0: You want to show people your your talent, yeah, like, your vocal skills, yeah. You know, I mean, listen, don't put don't ever put yourself in a box, you know. Um, but it has to make sense, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I know you you're still trying to figure out your sound, but more or less as an artist, what's your goal? Like. You know, like, do you want to hit the pop charts? Do you, you know, like like you said, you have to write it all out and manifest it. So you as a singer, I guess for me, I would have to let, you know, like, just write it out. Like, what type of artist you, like, where is it that you want to reach? Like, your, as far as, like, your fan base, like, who you want to reach? And and just be realistic with, like, with everything in itself. I think, me personally, you shouldn't put yourself in a box. Um, I feel like it's it will be ideal for you to hit both. Mm-hmm. Because R&B... and b is not dead. I hate when I hear people say it's, dead. it's not dead. It's not stop. dead. Like, stop. It's not dead. It's very much alive. There's a lot of dope, talented artists out there. You know? Um,
1: but also the Latin
0: um scene is it's popping right now too yeah. like it's actually like what top five i would say
1: right you have a lot of non-spanish artists creating spanish yeah. music because it's super hot and trendy um but i think what's great about music and its progression right now is that you can blend any yeah. language in any genre and it can work yeah you know like black pink k-pop right mm-hmm. um you got rosalia making music with travis scott you got this is like yeah. blending a bunch of different backgrounds together and i think that that's what's really really dope also like america is a melting pot so mm-hmm. um yeah definitely i've never i've never been one to categorize myself um i don't believe in labels okay. i don't believe in in boxes uh because i think that comes from being restricted growing up Mm -hmm. so i'm such a free bird that i just want to keep spreading my wings and when it comes to music being a charting artist is is lovely it's nice obviously there are benefits to that but that's not the goal for me okay um the goal is just to continue to create what makes me feel good Mm -hmm. that will also inspire others and also provoke emotion if I can provoke emotion, I've done my job. When I when I released my single, I saw this girl on Instagram dancing to my song and she was in Mexico, I think. Oh wow. And I was just like, what? That's dope. <laughs> that is so beautiful, yeah. right? Like cuz there are, you know, there's that shame and the doubt that will trickle in and say mm-hmm. like you're not good enough or okay, you made one song, anyone can make anyone can make music, right? It's what you do with it. That is going to determine how far you go. Yeah. So I, like I said, I almost said no to this. This why? Because I haven't been active musically okay. over the last few months. I've been more active with acting and film and and my new business. Um, but then I was like, that no, is literally just the complacency and the comfort and mm. the fear. And it's time to get back in. Okay. That's, that's, so I'm, I'm thankful okay. that you reached out and I'm thankful, you know, that I'm here today because sometimes you just need a little push. Yeah. You know, do.
0: And look at you are here. Now we're rocking out. And then a lot of people are going to see you and grow. You understand? Like people are watching you and it, yo, I, I like, I've, I was doing my research and I was going to your page and mm-hmm. people are literally watching you. Do you know that? Right. Yeah. So like,
1: stop getting comfortable.
0: <laughs> Listen, I just met you, but it'll make me dropkick you. I, no. know.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And and there is no growth in comfort. You've got to get uncomfortable if you want to grow. No, you
0: definitely do. So I, I know we're, we're going to have her perform, but I want to know, are you dropping an album or are you going to
1: do singles? There is beauty in album work. Like... I feel like a lot of people put out singles to keep the um, momentum going, uh-huh. and I do plan on doing that. But I do plan on building a, bo- a body of work. Okay, I have been writing songs in my notebook and on my phone, and um, a lot of my work is inspired by my life. So you know, there was a period of time where I was going through a lot with my my partner and um we separated for a few months and I was just I was going off the rails I mean like up and down I didn't know what was going on um just a year of confusion and I wrote a lot and Mm. truthfully some of the best work is a body of art that reflects someone's phase in life and the phases are just so relatable and so common as much as sometimes you think you're alone and experiencing this, you just aren't, yeah, you know, like summer walker, like I think she's amazing, and her music is amazing, and um, I definitely just feel like that you know I kind of have to surround myself again with the right team, okay, to make it happen, but it will happen no it will it will happen, it will, and I can't wait for that to happen. that's dope,
0: well, I wish you the best with everything you're. Accomplishing and, you know, just keep going, keep striving, you know. Um, I, again, I love seeing women in the industry um, seceding because it's so dominated by it's so many men, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm surrounded in the music field, you know. Um, especially that I am very much involved with, like, hip-hop, you know. Yeah. So whenever I see, uh, you know, another individual... A woman, in a sense, like, and she's just doing her thing. Like, I applaud it. Because And another thing is that in this industry, there's a lot of, um. it's not hate, but it's just the fact that they like to implement, like, other women to go against one yes.
1: another. Yes. What is up with that? Yeah. Can we stop? Like, yeah. you do not need to dim someone else's light to shine, baby girl. Like, whoever tells you that. Just completely ignore it. Like, you are a star. I am a star. You are a star. Exactly. We can all shine together. Don't, It'll don't make sense. It's like, not a competition. The only competition is your old self. That is it. No, and that's a that fact. Is it. That's
0: definitely a fact, man. um I want to just say thank you. Thank you for taking the time being here. Thank you for changing that no into a yes, you know? Um, turn that negative into a positive, you yes, know? Yes, thank and you. And where can we find your music? Where can we find you just overall your social media platform?
1: So all my social media platforms are under Audi G Official. That's spelled A-U-R-E-A G Official. Um, my website is audiofficial.com. And, I mean, I'm on all streaming platforms except Bandcamp and SoundCloud. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, under Audi G. Um, my name is Audia, but again, a lot of people do struggle Audia. with Audia, so G is Wait, the wave.
0: Before before we go, one more question.
1: Yeah. Where did you get definition desire? Ooh. So, honestly, I was obsessed with alliteration. Okay. And do you remember AIM? Yes. AOL Instant yes. Messaging. So my AOL instant messaging name was (laughs) Definition Desire. And when I finally cracked and made an Instagram, I just made a Definition Desire. And then because I started out as a model, that that tag grew into something that was very sensual. Um, But over time, Definition Desire has become the definition really is. um, I am the definition of all things that I desire because everything Mm -hmm. that I want, I already own. Boom, and
0: that's how you end the motherfucking show, kid. <laughs> thank
1: you so much. No,
0: thank you. Y'all already know the boss man. You're about to watch your girl perform her single Mejor, all mm-hmm. right? Y'all already know all her information will be below. You, there's no reason why you cannot follow her. And I want to say thank you to everybody who's been showing nothing but love, um, liking, commenting, all that information, all that good stuff. I so love you guys and peace. We're out. Bye.